This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads <laughs> Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen, and we're here giving you gaming news. Uh, second time's the charm, I think, at this point. Hopefully we won't have to go for a third, fix some audio issues. But uh, if you're watching us live, thank you for bearing with us on that. Um, got some backwards compatible games. I think we're hitting the bottom of the barrel when it comes to Tom Clancy games. We got Tom Clancy's End War, and we've got uh, Tom Clancy's Hawks. Never heard of either of these games. Nope. Never heard of them. Uh, the only games that I remember playing when it came to Tom Clancy stuff was, um, you know, uh, Splinter Cell. But other than that, this guy's come out with multiple books and video games after his death, which I think is always weird. It's like the Tupac of... Uh, of yeah, I remember buying my dad a book like two years ago. I bought in like it still had just Tom Clancy, not the ghostwriter's name, obviously. And I was like, can a ghost like is there some kind of legal thing where you can keep using the dude's name and saying like he represents this product after you are dead? Well, I, I think it probably falls under the same thing when it comes to um, uh autobiographies mm. like almost all autobiographies that you read nowadays are written by somebody else sure. and they they have a extended interview or a session of interviews where they take tons of notes and then they write as if they were whatever whoever whatever um celebrity it is yeah. because otherwise it wouldn't be it would never be finished and be unintelligible i mean if you're like imagine trying to read something from like snooki from jersey shore or whatever and half the time it still is. But I will say that if Tony, no, if Tom Clancy's Hawks is not a skateboarding Tom Clancy game, then I will be disappointed. <laughs> that would be, that's the team up that we always wanted. We want to skateboard on top of the uh, the Jet Fighters. I think they'd be awesome. I think Fortnite could pull that off. Fortnite could pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. We got already got Black Friday deals going coming out, which Woo! I mean, I'm happy about. I, I, there are some games that I'm thinking about picking up. Uh, Call of Duty is on sale for like 45 bucks at most retailers. Assassin's Creed's around that. There's a bunch and there's some bundles that are coming out too. So this is the time if you don't have a console. They've got some really good... Uh, there's, a, there's also a deal for, uh, what is it, like 450 bucks for an Xbox One X and you get $125 in Kohl's ca cash so back. Yeah, so it's already that hardware is so good. Yeah, it's already... So it's $100 off and then they give you $125 for the store credit afterwards. The other one that I saw that was really good was I think there's a PS4 Slim that comes with Spider-Man for $199. That is yeah. also a sick price. Totally, just an amazing price for that. Like we, we talked about, that's the console. If you're going to get a console this generate, uh, this holiday season, I'd probably, probably be picking up that if you're worried about budget. Uh, the, the PS4 Slim has got so many great titles on it. It plays so well. And for $200 and having probably the best game... Uh, okay, best exclusive game. 
There we go. Uh, well, year. and then even then, people with God of War might fight you on that one. But I preferred Spider-Man personally. Oh yeah, did that come out? That came out this year. God of War was this year too. It was April. Man. <laughs> April. That's true. God of War was a really good game. It was yeah. a really good game. Don't don't get me wrong. Uh, but I mean, either way. So if you get that, it's two hundred bucks, and then throw another forty-five at it, and you probably get God of War because God of War is going to be on sale on this. Everything's going to be on sale. Um, either way, last... if you want electronics, Black Friday is your day to do. Yes, so. it is. Yes, it is. Uh, I did pick up my laptop early because I uh, I figured the what I'm looking at uh, when it came to laptops wasn't uh, wasn't going to be on sale like the higher end, not high high end, but mm-hmm. uh, usually laptop. Uh, I got a Dell G7. Okay. Which is which is pretty rocking. Um, it's upgraded, so it's got 16 gig of uh, of RAM, 128 solid state, and then a terabyte uh, uh, additional drive. So you use a solid state for your operating system, right? Yeah, solid yeah. state's the operating system, and I've got uh, and I'm running. Uh, I'm actually running games off of the the other drive because yeah. I want to use my solid state if I'm doing rendering and stuff. Yeah, um, no, I have the same. Thing. I have a 128 that has Windows 10 on it, and then I have a one gig hard drive that yeah. has everything else. Terabyte, you mean? What did I say? One you gig. gig. Yep. <laughs> I went back to 1992. Rocking that, rocking. Man, I remember. I was say a gig back in '92 would have been expensive. I remember when I like first got my gig. I think it was in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing! Yeah. I have so much room yeah, for everything." Buy that in a flash drive for like yeah. ten bucks. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. Speaking of things that we figured out back in the '90s, uh, Fallout 76 is apparently hackable. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they said that. So they said they're aware of the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they won't confirm they didn't confirm with IGN what the actual problem was this came from like a giant reddit post where this guy claimed here's a whole bunch of stuff they did and he said like you can write your own file and when you're logging onto the internet it doesn't read that file and Bethesda didn't completely deny it he said that he exaggerated a bit but it's but the, the, the craziest part that came out of this is that they said that they're planning to allow mods in yeah. Fallout 76 does that mean private servers? It so I don't. From my understanding, I didn't think they had private servers. Well, but I thought that's what we talked about two weeks ago. Maybe we did. Yes, that um, there wasn't. Going yeah, yeah, to yeah. That's that's what I thought. Sorry. I, yes, you're correct. We talked about there weren't going to be private servers. Um, the only, I mean, if you're gonna mo- allow mods in an online game like this, I think there's only one answer to do it. Is if if it logs on logs you online and it shows that you have a modded you know you're modding it in whatever fashion put you on a separate server with other people who are modding sure that's it that's it because then you're not breaking anything for anybody else that they couldn't do themselves but the people who don't know how to do it what is the game pvp uh yeah yeah i mean quasi pvp but it's it's pvp enough i mean we're talking about uh i mean it's you can kill and and anybody in the game just like any fallout game like any NPC, any player, you can attack and kill. Uh, there's no way to turn that off either. So it's not PvP is not the mission, not the idea, but it's something you could do. I mean, if you mm. mod your uh, equipment or damage radius or whatever you're doing, then yeah, you could get an edge gameplay-wise, or you could just get tons of money, and it's just not equal. And to me, that's throwing it off when it comes to casual players and not just console players, but just PC players who just want to boot up the game and run. And just you know, play it on play it on their uh, PC. Um, I don't understand this game. I will take back a little bit of heat that I gave it a couple weeks ago because I have been watching some people play it on Twitch, and 
they're enjoying themselves but it's basically like they're enjoying themselves as like a single player person like unless you have a buddy of yours yeah like they, it doesn't really seem like there's a whole lot of partying up between like perfect strangers it's a game where it's like hey do you want to play more fallout 4 well here you go and so there's going to be definitely that hardcore fan base that we talked about but outside of that hardcore fan base i continue not to understand how this game is going to succeed <laughs> i don't think it's going to succeed i don't think it can succeed in the way that they want it to succeed um there was a joke there was a there was a quasi joke uh that someone was uh talking about in an interview with the fallout because the fallout uh um developers they did ask them about like how long you keep on the servers and we're like yeah we don't you know this we we're planning for the long term but someone's joke in there was you see how long we've been milking skyrim then you know how long these servers are gonna be on <laughs> i mean i i just don't see long term i don't see this being something that people are going to gravitate towards because I feel like those players can play other games and get what they want out of this and and in a better way. Like I'd rather play Fallout 4, I would rather play Fallout New Vegas than play an online version where I could get, you know, shot by a player who that's, you know, that that's plays more than me, who has more of an edge than me because of the amount of time they and money that they've spent on the game. Um, that's the other thing. Microtransactions? Have we I haven't seen anything on that yet. I haven't either. I don't think so. so I mean, it, I, don't I, I don't doubt that they might. Be, I, I, I feel like it's going to be a thing where, just like a lot of their games, even their one-player games, where like after a year or so and you get the quote-unquote Game of the Year edition, there's not going to be a Game of the Year Fallout 76, but when you get the Game of the Year edition where like it's been patched really well and everything's smooth, I think it'll probably be, you know, a fun online bethesda experience it's just i agree and i can see them putting microtransactions in later for skins and stuff who doesn't like skins i'm fine with that i mean i'm fine with that i paid for horse armor i'll be honest yeah um i mean i'm fine with skins like you're you're giving players the choice for that um i think that's fine um and uh i again it's a it's a way to add microtransactions where you're not breaking the bank so yeah. i think it's fine and it i just think it's stuff. funny yeah i just think it's funny that um diablo 2 they figured this out with the first Diablo or the second Diablo. No, sorry, the first Diablo, you you got to you saved your character on your hard drive. The second Diablo, they were like, nope, we're storing that on the cloud. We're not going to let you modify your files. And now we're sitting here 15 years later, and sorry, not 15 years, geez, uh, 19 years later, and they're still doing the same thing. So. And you remember Stones of Jordan? That was the day. The S Stones SOJs from Diablo 2? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. Okay, yeah, it's good stuff. We'll talk about Diablo later, though. We'll talk about that in the main topic. Don't worry. Um, we got some new NES stuff uh, for the um, the Nintendo Online, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, Twin B, Mighty Bomb Jack, and Metroid. Um, I mean, Metroid, cool. Metroid's the only one that that I'm like, that's that's exciting. I have not heard of Mighty Bomb Jack. No. Um, it doesn't look very good. Um, and yeah, I probably won't play it. There's a lot of games on the, the Switch uh, online that I don't have any intention to ever play. I want Super Nintendo games, Nintendo. Yeah. That's what I want. Give them I wanna, to me. I want to be able to buy them a la carte. I mean, I want that too, but I already, I, I, 
it was only like 20 bucks so i paid for that already like the year subscription and i'll probably unless they just jack up the price of 60 bucks because i don't play nintendo games online i'll probably continue to give them my money just because you never know maybe i will want to play a game online i like the idea behind these nes games i just want super yeah i would love super nintendo games the and the mod uh community has been playing uh obviously super nintendo games that's not a problem but they've been playing uh wii u games on it um uh, sorry gamecube games not wii u gamecube games on the switch Um, on the switch nice yeah so the mod community is already ahead of it so it can be done uh and if they're doing it then nintendo should be able to do it it shouldn't be a big issue at that well especially now that they have the smash controller like that that driver is probably built into the, the software because i've seen everybody picking up their smash controllers this last week yeah that's right that's right i would say i actually pre-ordered i pre-ordered smash Heck yeah. um because smash is fun single player looks like it's going to be interesting enough for me to play yeah. and enjoy a little bit let's uh, go kirby and it's gonna what said so let's go kirby surviving yeah. every like i think that there it's a little uh interesting there where kirby's like like that indestructible that he survives that i wonder that i'm wondering if somebody's theory that somebody mentioned it where like you're you whatever character you pick that's the character that survives or if it literally is making you start as kirby i would like it to pick your character but at the same time i think that we've moved away from something that made um single player fighter campaigns interesting which is where it kind of forced you to play different characters and forced you to play out of your comfort zone because otherwise you could just pick a character and be really good at them and then as soon as you try another character like it basically pigeonholes you into a style and i i think it'd be really cool if you can you can play as different characters and learn you know kind of get the basics of them hmm. yeah i think it'd be encouraging probably, probably as you like ask like so if you start with kirby and then you save toon link and then you get to play toon link for a stage and then <laughs> you save the princess and pikachu or whatever I mean, yeah, they, they could do it. They could do it. It could be good. Um, we also got uh, some interesting stuff about uh, Zelda. Nintendo's hiring for new Zelda, which I think this is not a news. It's either it, it's either a new, new game, which is early development, or it's about the DLC, which the Nintendo president has been talking about wanting more DLC anyways. So, so obviously, you know me. I'll be down absolutely either way i bought the Breath of the wild dlc it wasn't yeah about gifted dlc or anything but what i find super interesting about this is that nintendo is not really known for dlc at all it's not a thing that they ship complete packages like every, yes. like every once in a while some of their games might have like a character that they had like mario tennis aces had where there was two characters that came along i wouldn't be surprised if smash has something similar this is he's saying i want real dlc i want extra story or levels or or whatever and if they're willing to add more moons and more stages to mario odyssey if they're willing to add some more shrines to breath of the wild uh yes please and take my money yeah i would i would totally do that i would i would pay for more shrines i would prefer uh and to me it's at this point it's like it's almost too much of an afterthought to do it um, but maybe the next Zelda game will have um, your your area, your uh, basic area, and then an additional um, uh, additional area, additional like islands or whatever the heck it is um, for the DLC. Because I think Breath of the Wild 
they've kind of wrote themselves into a um, they didn't plan to have an additional like area an additional plateau an additional island structure whatever it was so I feel like if they added it now it'd be really apparent that it was an afterthought but I'd like to see that in future releases where it's like you know it, it doesn't have to be overt like not like a gate that you go to and the guards say you know you can't go through here but like you know maybe there's like a, some area that you can kind of see off in the distance and then if you um, get the DLC you got like an airship that goes there or something I don't know it'd be fun yeah no I, I'm completely down whatever they want to do and I know some people like that have like cried for like I want dungeons in Breath of the Wild like no I get I get I get your point they might put them in the next game, but Breath of the Wild is what it is. Let's not like what they ruin did with a that, ten. Let's not like, ruin I, ten. If you give me if you give me a dungeon, I want more dungeons like I got with Breath of the Wild, which were the beasts. Yeah. Like I like those, but I feel like I feel like they took the two ideas of of uh, the puzzles, uh, sorry, of dungeons, and uh, and split it where they're like, let's have puzzle dungeons, and then we'll have the story-based combat dungeons. And I feel like that's what they did with, for the most part with Breath of the Wild. The shrines are very puzzle-based and like, ooh, look, I figured something out. And the, I don't know, the, the um, I don't know, the, but the beasts kind of had that as well because you had to kind of figure out how to get to everything, so. I think that they could do some more in terms of their bosses and so on, but anybody who's ca calling for dungeon DLC for Breath of the Wild, cut it out. If you want that in the next game, I completely understand. Yeah. But Breath of the Wild is what it is. Let's let it, it be. Need, it doesn't it need is. dungeons. It's yeah. kind of cool that it didn't have them. Yeah. It was interesting. So. Stop messing with my game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yes, yeah, speaking of uh, DLC and messing with games, skip a little ahead a little bit, but uh, Final yeah. Fantasy uh, 7, uh, sorry, not Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 15's DLC has been canceled. And, it's, and Tabata left. Yeah, I, I. Okay, now, did I get this right? Seventy-five percent was left to go. That's. Like that I was really much. confused by this because they've put a lot of DLC out already, and if, if from what I know of the DLC personally, I've only played one of them. Um, but for people that I know that are big fans and really enjoyed it, it actually did a lot to complete the story that Final Fantasy left blank. But the fact that they say that they're 75% not getting released, I'm like, what else did you have to tell after Arden's story? Yeah, that's what that's what I don't understand at this point. Like, they... they, they I feel like they were trying to milk this so much because the engine is beautiful, I'll admit that. Yeah. But, like, I feel like... I feel like they, at that point they were just doing it to make more money and to continue with the same assets yeah. to try to make more and more money, which I think is stupid. Um, I, I don't necessarily know if they're trying to make it more money. I mean, obviously, that's what their, their goal always is. But I think that when you look at how long it took them to, to come out, I think it was a thing of more like, hey, we had this game. There's a whole bunch of stuff we didn't get to because we had to launch the game. Here's all the mm. stuff that we weren't allowed to get to because we, they were, they, they told us you can't wait any longer to put this damn game out. Oh, it's, I agree. it's how I, I agree. feel about it. I felt like a lot of this stuff would have been included in there from the beginning if they had given them another two or three more years, but they were like, no, you have to release the damn game. It had been in development for 12 years at that point. Kind of, I mean, yeah. It was, it was. I mean, Final Fantasy 15 was technically in, in development for five, but yeah, the 
whole long storied past. It came from it came from verses thirteen. Yeah. And and verses thirteen was was being made just at the same around the same time as thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um and uh yeah, it just took forever. But I still wish that I had verses like when I, I remember explaining uh, that to to Whitney, like the idea was like, hey, it's a Final Fantasy game. She's like, I don't care. She doesn't like time. Um, she prefers action, like uh, Kingdom Hearts stuff. And I, and I told her it's the Kingdom Hearts team, and they're making a Final Fantasy game. And she just lost it. She was like, I can't wait. And yeah. now, and she was like, eh, it's okay. Like she didn't like the finished product. I feel like I should go back now because I did, I played when it first launched. And 13? I thought it was okay. Or yeah. 15. No, 15. 15. I played 15 when it first came out, and I was like, oh, this is okay. Um, and I haven't I played since. I platinumed it. Yeah, so I, I, may, I may go back and try it, but then again, I've got hardly any time to do that now. So. I, I got the platinum for it, and then I took it out of my PlayStation, and I said, hey, this was fun. I wish that you'd given me more at the... I put 75 hours into getting the Platinum, uh, and I'll probably never go back and touch it again. But the thing that's crazy to me about all of this, one, Tabata leaving, that's huge. We're talking about, if you guys don't know who Tabata is, he directed one of the greatest Final Fantasy games of all time in Crisis Core. Uh, One of just something that I still don't understand how that is on PlayStation. But I don't understand what Square is doing with my second favorite brand in the world. Because they've there's a, there's another story that I didn't include in part as that part of this, but also this week they mentioned how they would like to remake other Final Fantasy games, a la the Final Fantasy VII treatment. And I'm like, but you haven't even brought up Final Fantasy VII yet. Yeah, they they also talked about um, what was it, Final Fantasy? Um, oh, yeah, they're trying to like tactics and some other things. But yeah, you're right. Seven's not out yet. Put seven out first, then let's talk about it. Uh, I did hear other people like clamoring as soon as they saw that they were clamoring for whatever their favorite you'll fill in the blank whatever your favorite one is uh, saw people clamoring for a a, uh, eight to be remastered to remade I'm Uh, down six yeah I know you are Um, eight six um, uh, some people for ten and ten two like as a combat as a combined thing like whatever their favorite was um, you know and to me it's like okay but like which one is going to make the most money let's just be honest everyone has their favorites but which one is going to make the most money for square it's seven six i mean after seven yeah after seven yes after seven nine and six yes you're exactly right but uh i think 10 maybe but six six i'd say is probably the 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 next one up but i'm like don't don't put the cart before the horse at this point like we don't even know what seven what they're doing with seven like and everybody, great. everybody who knows me, I have a Shinra tattoo on my calf. I am going <laughs> to buy seven. It's just I don't. I really get upset with a brand that I'm very, very passionate about. I love brands, and Final Fantasy is one of my favorite brands. Just shut up and give me a game, okay? Yeah. Talk about sixteen because you have a great world in fifteen. That if you can't stick another fantastic game into fifteen, 15's assets and everything, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Come out with the seven remake, like you said, and then let's talk about eight, six, or nine, or whatever afterwards, or make seventeen after that. I don't care, but sh- what are you doing? And and you know, good for Tabata, I guess. I'm sure. Uh, basically, that tells me that he was sick of their shit because he's forming his own game company. So who knows how well it's going to work out for him? But I wish him the best of luck. 
Yeah, I I put money on uh, six being the one that they try to remake after this. Kevin will be and pissed. Kevin, Kevin will. Yeah, he's already in the comments saying stay away from it. Yeah, I think that's going to be the other one because the way that you think about the, it is a business model, right? Is a business transaction. Sure. There, it's the same thing they're doing with like remaking movies. They're looking at to say which it's not which movie deserves a remake. They're saying which movie or video game can I can I make the most money off of if I do a remake? Six would make more money. Six would make so much money. Um, so I think that's what they would do. Because even if fans were mad like Kevin, Kevin would still buy it. Kevin would still buy it. So let's talk Diablo. Um, in what I would say is the biggest um, fumble uh, I've ever seen from a uh, from an online from a, a company announcing a game ever. Other than No Man's Sky. No, I, I guess I wasn't no, announcing. announcing. The, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. As as an announcement. I was like, as the biggest video game fumble still goes to No Man's Sky. <laughs> now, yes, it does. Yes, it does. But when it comes to announcement. Um, and we we could I, this is totally like a uh, you know post mortem on this because we're we're almost a week out at this point, but um, I'm I'm a huge Diablo fan. I I it's one of my favorite franchises of all time, and I've been waiting for them to announce a Diablo four or which I know this will never happen. So don't even talk in the comments about it. But I would love a Diablo MMO like World of Warcraft, but in the Diablo universe. So give me the it's, it's never. <laughs> if they won't if they won't make a wow too they're not gonna make a diablo like no. character the, mmo i feel like D diablo is deep enough that like they could do a lot uh with it in that kind of fashion they're never gonna do it they're never gonna do it. i know that but when they c came out talking about diablo everyone was excited until they started talking about our cell phones keeping us connected to our in our world and immediately i'm like this is over They've, they've lost the entire audience. Patrick, I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you have a cell phone? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the worst. Okay, the best fan questions ever, which I've even gone, gone uh, some of the people who asked questions. Sorry, I'm getting some um, uh, pixelation in my uh, video. Uh, I even watched some people who were uh, who were talking online, like the uh, the guy who asked, "Will this ever be playable on PC?" Like he's he's a prominent Diablo online streamer, mm. like since what is it? We're in season twelve now. He's been playing since season three and streaming, like so. I guess the past what, four years or something. Mm. Like that's all he does is stream Diablo. He doesn't even play any other games. So he's a prominent streamer. And for him, to, he was talking about like a postmortem on that, where he was saying they, uh, you know, he, he like as soon as they said the cell phones thing, he was like, I, I knew that I that it was like our worst fears came true. Um, but the worst part about this, uh, I mean, their their cover up and their uh, their way that they're trying to like backpedal has been atrocious. I mean, you have. Obviously, you have, uh, the the best part was the red shirt guy asking, "Is this an April Fool's joke?" This I is thought, like an. I thought that that was a question too far. Personally, it makes gamers look like asses. I understand that. Yes. It, 
I, I the the PC question and the way that that was asked, it was borderline. But the the fact that now you mentioned that he's a streamer, that makes it a little bit more okay for me. But I think that that's a fair question. Yeah. I want a PC Diablo game. Will this be play, playable on PC? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The April Fool's joke. I was like, leave the poor dev alone. Like it's yeah. not his fault. That was rough. <laughs> so so when they when they did the Q and A, they had someone you went through and you told them what your question was. And then they would they would either answer it if it was something that was like a it was something that they knew the answer to, uh, if it was something that they didn't know the answer to, then they then they would kind of let you go through or they'd send you away, right? So I think redshirt guy who Red, who came up and said yeah this is out of turn out uh, was it out of season April Fool's joke? Um, I don't think he told them the real uh, of course not the real question because there's no way they would have let him up at that point of course not. so that was a dick move it was hilarious but it was a complete dick move um so i kind of feel bad about that kind of feel bad about because it. the thing but, about this 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 being a big debacle is that these two dudes one they're just getting paid to work on the game like i'm sure that i'm not i'm not completely sure but i'm sure that those two guys if they aren't already would rather be working on diablo 4 but higher ups at blizzard say hey you're gonna work on this or you know see you later so that's what they get paid to do and then they put these guys up there on stage to announce this game and blizzard somehow later was like we had no idea that the 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 fan backlash on a mobile game tone that's that's what that's completely tone deaf i do not understand i don't understand how they could be so tone deaf um I, I, that that's what completely bothers me about about all of this is you have a game that is so pc centric that when someone said hey we're gonna put this on console which i can't i'm pretty sure that yeah they put the original diablo on console and it was horrible it's awful um but they put diablo 3 on console and it's not bad it's great after they it's fixed not, it yeah after they fixed it like the ps4 version is great uh i'm playing it on switch which um uh, I, I think I kind of I told you a little bit about it. Like mm-hmm. I'm like it's good. It's Diablo. I mean I'm not upset about it. I've heard good but, things. Yeah, I mean it's smooth. It runs well. It's a, like all the skeletons are coming at me, and the game doesn't chug. I don't lose frame rate like I'm doing right now. My my friggin' video feed. Um, I wasn't like, gonna say anything. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. I'll have to figure. I'll have to figure out what's going on. But um, at least the audio the audio is going all right. So. But it, it bothers me that this franchise that's so, um, and every and even everyone that I know who who has even played it on console has played it on PC. Every single person, and they were like, "Yeah, PC. The PC is a better version of this game. It's a better sure. interface." Sure. Um, the worst part about this, though, which I don't think everyone has do- uh, dove into deep enough, um, this game is not being made by Blizzard. No, it's not. It's made by a mobile game company. It's by NetEase. Yeah. NetEase is making it. This is the same situation that happened with Aliens, Colonial Marines, and Gearbox. They there's a lot of art assets and stuff that um, that actually I would say Blizzard's doing more art assets than um, than uh, Gearbox and everything. But um, Blizzard's handing everything over to NetEase. NetEase is making the game. NetEase came out with a game a year ago called Endless of God which is a Diablo mobile game, and it has the exact same interface as this game. Yeah, it's the reskin. It is it is a reskin. It is Super Mario Brothers 2 all over again, except now we know what's happening. 
um, and you're and you're putting a better brand on it. You're putting a better intellectual property on it. But if it's the same game, what does it matter? Like this is gameplay, is what and Diablo gameplay is what matters. We don't we don't play. I jokingly was talking to Kevin earlier this week. I said you don't play Diablo for for. I know people are going to joke. I'm saying this in hyperbole. You don't play Diablo for the story. No. Like you play it for the loot. You play play it for for click, 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 click. Yes. That's why I play Diablo. You you want that loot. That's why Borderlands did so well because Borderlands was like, how do we take Diablo and make a shooter out of it? I like clicking on boxes and getting (laughs) random stuff. Yeah, I want I want to click I want random stuff and I want to be able to um, I want to create I want to collect sets I want to you know make these more powerful runes. Um, you, you were talking about like the the um, no sorry Kevin was talking about like the Haradrim cube and everything and the and yeah. Diablo two. There's so much cool stuff. That's what Diablo is about. Yes, there's lore, there is story, and it's good. Don't get me Stay wrong. Stay a while and listen. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I love Diablo's story. I do, but at the same time, I jokingly asked uh, um, uh, Kevin this. Let me so let me see if you can answer. Who were the Haradrim? Do you even remember? Uh, no. Is that I don't. Is, is that what <laughs> is that what Kane was a part of? Yeah, he was like one of the last order of the Haradrim and hey. the Haradrim Cube. But like, Context I, I'm pretty sure he was the only way I would have gotten there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was one of the last ones. But they originally sealed up uh, uh, Diablo. And there's some back, there's some back end stuff um, uh, that they did, uh, like the, or sorry, uh, lore where they talk about what the Haradrim did and everything. But, but did that matter? No. But like the butcher, we know who the butcher was, and people that you that you run into. But when it talks a Diablo backstory, I think majority of people when they're playing Diablo three just click through that audio, like just. Get I mean, the quest I probably listened to stuff. it once and then never listened to it again. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good. I, don't yeah. get me wrong. I think it's good. But you're talking about a reskin of a mobile game, which um, I uh, so uh, my my company has a, an office in Manila, and Manila, just like a lot of other, a lot of uh, uh, like Japan and a lot of other Asian countries, like mobile gaming is huge there. It is just giant. So I ask them, "Have you played Endless of God?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that game's pretty good." And then I mentioned the new Diablo game. And uh, and they'd seen the trailer for it, and they didn't even make the connection. And I had them look at it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I can see that's the, that's kind of the same." But they didn't even care, like they're like because mobile gaming is so big for them. To me, I yeah. felt like it was like someone just announced a new shooter, like, and it's just like, okay, yeah, I guess it's good too. But this is oh, this is blatantly a reskin, and the you hit it right on the head when they when their reaction was, "Do you not have bones?" That was the worst reaction. I mean, and and they booed. People booed at a BlizzCon. No one boos at BlizzCon. It's fun. Yeah. BlizzCon's supposed this, I think, speaks to a larger issue with some of these companies that have been around forever. First of all, I'm not hating on Blizzard whatsoever in the sense that they produce some of my favorite games of all time. The first online experience that I can remember was uh, a combination of Diablo 2 with my boas on and Starcraft 2, uh, not 2, Starcraft Rude War, were the two games that I played like first online. That I'll never forget that. And then came World of Warcraft. And then I played Hearthstone and I recently quit Hearthstone. But I think it speaks to this thing of 
there's Blizzard. You have a company like Bethesda where in addition to announcing Fallout 76, they also throw out the Starfield and they're like, oh yeah, and we're making Elder Scrolls 6. It's kind of like this thing in the background. A lot of people said that if they would have showed a little screen cap that said Diablo 4, that would have saved it. And maybe for the hardcore of hardcore, it might have saved it. But in my opinion, why don't you just either give the fans what they want or there's something to be said about Bethesda and making, uh, is it Starfield? Is that the right name of the game? Uh, I believe so. But there's something about new IP too. If you have a new IP, that's fine. Blizzard, Blizzard, but don't show up. Don't tease Diablo. Like don't say, Hey, we're making some Diablo stuff and you're going to want to see it. And then show me a damn mobile game. Yeah. Now I, I, awful. I think that if they showed that they were working on Diablo 4 this in a similar fashion to what Todd Howard did with uh, Skyrim or uh, what they did with Fallout Shelter. They're like, hey, we made this mobile game. We know you guys like some people like mobile games. If you don't like it, OK, that's fine. We're already working on other stuff. Yeah. Like for them to for what they did instead was they said, I can't I, I know you guys are, are you can't wait for a new Diablo game. Here's a new Diablo game instead of saying, hey, this is a mobile game. Uh, I hope you guys like it. Uh, but but at least having that part of the narrative where you're saying Diablo Force coming, you don't have to outright say it like um, Randy Pitchford's been saying, um, you know, don't worry. Uh, the majority of our office is working on the thing you want us to be working on. Like wink, wink. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like that. Like we know what he's doing there. But I think that if they all that they had to do was show kind of a, a story trailer. Um, and honestly, like I said, Diablo is so mix and match. You could have shown a story trailer almost exactly like the one uh, that you showed for Immortal, and then had Diablo Four. Like, just show me some generic. Show me some generic stuff. Show me some stuff about like the new world, a new world stone or something going on, the Haradrim have returned or whatever it is. Like, give me just a tiny sliver, or like you said, do what uh do what uh, what Bethesda did, where you just say, oh yeah, we're also working on this. Because I think when they when they announced Blades. When they first were showing it off, I had a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, you better not be putting uh, money in front of uh, in front of your audience. Basically saying, you know, if I can make more money doing this and I may ostracize some of my audience, but I make more money, it's okay. Which I feel like Bethesda's doing with Fallout 76. The but- thing... The thing about a lot of, I think he, I think you made a good point in terms of what they did with uh, Fallout Shelter, where they're like, "Hey, Fallout Four is coming, but hey, in the meantime, here's this little game that we also made. Cool, enjoy it if you want. It's even free to play. That's cool." Uh, when they, I, I will say, whenever they did Blades, Blade was, uh, Blades was announced at an Apple conference um, before it was announced, like to the rest, at least from what I remember, and so it didn't really bother me seeing it again. It's just I continue to get tired of these companies where they they do stuff just to appease. Like you know, Diablo Four is coming. Cool. It, you could you could be absolutely right where they could have said, "Hey, just to let you know, we are working on this. We're not ready to show it yet." I will. I I can take honesty. Like when when Sony canceled PSX, I was bummed. I love PSX. I love Sony. I love. I'm I'm a fanboy to the core. And that was a bummer that they canceled it, but they were like, we don't have anything to show you right now. I appreciated that so much. I appreciated that so much because what that said was, we don't want to waste time. We don't want to waste money. We just, we gave you a bunch of stuff at E3. Um, Just sit tight. Because like you said, also Sony, Sony's a big enough company that they don't have to do 
PSX. I like PSX. I oh, love Sony. Yeah. But um, Blizzard, Kevin, Kevin's in the comments saying Blizzard nailed uh, nailed it games as a service uh, for uh, Overwatch for games as a service as opposed to just uh, a video game. Um, it continues to make them money. It's marketable. It's great, and people keep playing it. And he did, by the way, he did get the answer correctly when I asked him who the Horadrum were. But sure. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think anybody was gonna get it, except for people who are like lore nerds. But I guess Kevin's kind of like that when it comes to like Lord of the Rings and stuff. He's got a better memory than me. Uh, it, there's uh, that. Uh, that's another thing. He brings up a very good point with Overwatch. Honestly, though, like I think Overwatch needs to give way to overwatch 2 they're not going to do it you know why because they could just keep selling you new characters hearthstone same thing what do we do we just released a new expansion six months after and that's what made me quit this year i quit hearthstone this year with the most recent expansion and it's not that it's not fun and if if you want to put your money and your time into it more power to you but i'm tired of it blizzard like you make some of the best games of all time stop doing this games as a service stuff and give me some of the content that I want yeah. with the single player or in Diablo's case a small multiplayer experience I think that they I think that they learned with World of Warcraft that they didn't need a new game <sighs> to continue to pump out um, content and they could continue to ride that vehicle into the ground and then when it burns to the ground you literally reboot it but you just sell another expansion pack uh, for it, and that's what they've been doing. I mean, Warcraft is, has changed considerably since vanilla, but that's what they're doing. They're just riding it into the ground as hard as they can. There's been a bunch of updates, but still, it's, it's still Warcraft. That was another thing that upset me about BlizzCon. Warcraft 3 Reforged instead of Warcraft 4. It's been like 20 years. Tw yeah, yeah. I don't remember when Warcraft 3 came out, but I feel like it's been 20 years. I, I, feel, like, I feel like it's been like 17 years or something. I'll have to check. Um, I personally, again, this is, well, actually, no, this is one that will happen. A Diablo 2 remaster, I think, would be very good and would make a lot of money. I just. Diablo 1 wouldn't, but. No, I mean, Diablo 2 is. Honestly, the, the graphics aside, I think Diablo 2 holds up. But and even graphics, you can make it look good. I will go back and play. Yes, with, I'm sure there's mods out there. Like, I went back and played Diablo 2 last year. Like, and yeah, the graphics are, I think to us, we can appreciate it a little bit. It's like if you and I go play, back and play a SNES game or an NES game, we're just like, okay, like it does its thing. But oh. Diablo has never been about the best graphics. It's been about that, those hordes of enemies coming in. Click, 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 I just, uh, I think I, I think we stumbled across a weird topic that we probably could have made it as use Diablo to bolster, but we talked about Final Fantasy on on the new show and what they're doing with that brand. We've talked about Blizzard here. We've talked about Bethesda and what it's doing with Fallout. These companies have been around for years and years and years, and I get that we're not going to see those brands disappear because people don't want them to disappear. But at the same time. When you start doing the brand disservice, I think people, I, I wonder when people are going to start speaking with their wallet and saying, hey, stop messing with these things that I care so deeply about. You're a huge Diablo fan. I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. I'm sure there's people that are big Fallout fans, big 
Skyrim fan or you know not Skyrim Elder Scrolls in general uh, you can keep on going down the line with just these franchises that have been around forever you guys own these brands why aren't you treating them with more respect yeah yeah and I think that'll uh, we'll talk about that in another topic that we'll talk about uh, brands and, and franchises in another topic but let us know what you think about uh, Diablo what you think about the Diablo release and you think if you think it was the biggest botch and if you're gonna try the mobile game I will try it if it's free absolutely I'll try it but I will not pay any money for this no I hope not so there's there's a lot of franchises when it comes to video games and a lot of uh, a lot of great franchises we've been talking about Diablo um, I think that's what I'm gonna start off with by the way uh, I think Diablo 2 hit like the peak of perfection and then Diablo 3 is okay but um, I think that every franchise has kind of a peak when it comes to like a video game or a specific character where it's like this is the best character in the entire franchise the best game and everything else just kind of like pales in comparison what do you think so i had a little game since we were going to talk about the best of the franchise um first part of this game is not really like with the best of the franchise but i just found it interesting whenever i was writing down so i wrote down a just a bunch of franchises that came to my head I'm gonna reel them off to you, and just kind of you just you can just rapid fire. What do you think is the best one? And okay. we, we can go into any of them deep that you really feel passionate about. But sure. the thing that I wanted to hit you with first is, what is the longest running video game franchise? Oh, hold on, longest running it, video game. It is franchise. not the plumber. I will just head that off right now. It's not Mario. Because I found this okay. interesting. I've got I've got a re now I've got a, a one that I was gonna say that's kind of random, but I don't think it's like Monopoly or some. It's gonna be some some crap like that, isn't it? Nope. What is it? You have died of dysentery. Oh wait, when when's the last Oregon Trail game that came out? I mean, so the first Oregon Trail game. I don't have the last one, but the very okay. first Oregon Trail game was in 1971. Originally developed on a quote unquote primitive HP computer. <laughs> That's that's interesting because yeah, they, there have been a lot of Oregon Trail games, so it's not something yeah, I would have. Apparently, I think it, uh, I didn't write down how many. I think it was like ten or eleven iterations yeah. of the game. But I just found that fascinating. Whenever I was looking up franchises, and that one was the longest running one. I would I would have thought it was Pac Man, um, but I was yeah, incorrect. Pac -Man's a good idea. Yeah, I was say Pac Man's a, a good one too. I was thinking of something that's still kind of uh, going, mm. um, but at the same time, I think that with nostalgia being uh, as big of a cash cow as it is that there are people playing Oregon Trail like on browsers and getting uh, t-shirts of it still so that's good stuff. What else you got for me? So we know my favorite franchise of all time Legend of Zelda. Absolutely which I'll, if I'll I'm, say I'm one too I if I speak, if I say Legend of Zelda what's the best of the franchise? Okay so there's the eternal debate whether or not it's Ocarina of Time or uh, Link to the Past. Um, sure. I would say, in, and I, I, as a huge fan of both of those games, I think Breath of the Wild did an amazing job with it. But um, also Link Between Worlds is one of my favorite Zelda games that um, didn't get enough love, I, I don't think. 
No, it didn't. Uh, I also now put Breath of the Wild on the top. I had before then Link to the Past as my number one. Um, Super Mario. Okay. I I think three is probably the best. Again, it kind of hit its peak. It does what it accomplished. Oh, sorry, what it sets out to do in that game. It accomplishes perfectly. It's one of, in my opinion, probably the most perfect games when it comes to that, where uh, it, it expands the ideas you have uh, with with the power ups, with mm. jumping with worlds, the different uh, different level types. I think it's the best one. I think that Super Mario World is a big one too, but um, two, uh, sorry, three is is my favorite on that. How about you? I picked World. Uh, okay. While three. Uh... I think you made a good point about the power-ups and so on. I think where World takes the cake for me is the level design. I think the fact that they developed levels where going backwards was a thing. Like when you think about the like the side-scrolling Mario, you don't go backwards in you one or backwards. or three. Uh, we're not going to talk about two, but in Super Mario World, they created this this situation. Except on for the auto scrollers, where you could fly backwards. The key system, like the yeah. fact that multiple exits anyways final fantasy real, go hold on yeah, real go quick ahead. before before you talk about final fantasy i will say there's only one good thing about about uh, mario 2 and that's the music it has some fun <laughs> <music>. <laughs> yeah i'm with it <laughs> yeah other than that sorry final fantasy okay i think i think your favorite final fantasy is my favorite final fantasy is just seven seven yeah yeah Kevin's seven 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 is the best here, so final i can say game. that six can suck it Six six is good. No, Again, it's, six it's does really great for for the SNES for what they accomplished in the SNES. It's great. Final Fantasy VII is better than six in regards to story, in regards to design, in regards to overall um, idea with what is happening, and also a a villain, probably one of the best tortured villains that I can think of in in Sephiroth. Yeah, while six is pro like I get anybody who says six is the best. I think that seven also has an effect on me. That Ocarina of Time has an effect on a lot of other people. We're talking about the entrance into 3D Final Fantasy and the fact that they didn't blow it and created it created a world that I loved being in. Um, and- the world of of seven in Midgar and once you get out of Midgar uh, and like you mentioned, I get why Kefka is probably. A bigger villain but i love the fact that sephiroth wasn't necessarily evil at the beginning um but then morphed into that yeah uh, i mean and that, that's i think that's what i liked about it um it's considerably superior to six as kevin's messaging in the comments about he says that nine is the best final fantasy on playstation i disagree I because disagree i think eight's better than nine me too and and I'm not even I'm in, that big I'm, of a fan. Of I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority on that one. Because you like eight, yeah. Because you like the gun blade, yeah. Uh, I, lo- um, I love everything about eight. Um, Metroid, and this can include your primes. Okay, so I am, um, I am one who hardly played any Metroid games. Okay, so that's fine. I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say Super Metroid. That's but, fine. Because that's probably Prime. One of my favorites. Metroid Prime. Okay, like I, I'd say that was my favorite. Of the ones that I played, um, it's a franchise that I was aware of when I was younger. I never played it. Um, like I never even went. Like I'd heard about it, but I never played it until like high school. And you know, so when it was out, you know, because I was, you know, 
because of our ages, like we were, we were young when the first, not the first uh, Metroid game came out, but um, the subsequent Metroid games and the SNES Metroid games. But you talking about Prime? Prime is great too. I will say yeah. Prime is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and with Super Metroid, I just I didn't get same thing with like the Castlevania type thing. I didn't get that kind of game until as an adult, as a kid, I hated that style of game, like the backtracking and so on. Yeah. Uh, I would say, well, is Castlevania on there uh, on your yep, list? It is on my list. All right. Uh, and, we can go uh, ahead and skip to that one. Uh, I'm going to say Symphony of the Night. I know that's like the one of the popular ones. Um, Rondo of Blood's really good too, uh, but Symphony of the Night is really good. And honestly, the Xbox 360 um uh lords of shadow mm-hmm. i really liked i really liked it a lot i'm not gonna give it to it I, i'll say shout outs to the 64 one too as lame as a lot of people think <laughs> Castlevania. it was as a kid again it was that 3d thing it was just fun but um since i haven't spent a lot of time with symphony in that i'm actually gonna say three um uh i'm gonna jump around here doom doom okay um that that's actually probably going to be the harder ones that I've done. I, really? I'd say probably two. Okay. I think that I think two or the um, the most recent. Yeah, twenty sixteen Doom because the uh, the uh, the Doom Doom three was pretty good, uh, but I think the Doom twenty sixteen was just blew it out of the water exactly. The what soundtrack. You the soundtrack oh, yeah. was fantastic. I'm I'm gonna give it to Doom two too, just because. Uh, short anecdote. We there was somebody that managed to load that onto work computers whenever I worked at the movie theater as a kid. And it was across the, do- like the server. And there were several nights where me and a manager would play that until like five, six in the morning, just at work clocked off playing doom too. So it's just one of those things that I'll it never forget so that. Good. It was so good. And so, um, it's, it's a great example. Kind of it, to me, it's the same thing with, uh, with, I don't know if this is on there, by the way, Grand Theft Auto. It is. Um, okay. So this is not my favorite, but it's, I feel doomed to, I feel the same way as I do, uh, doomed to doom two as Grand Theft Auto to Grand Theft Auto two, because Grand Theft Auto two was just so much better than Grand Theft Auto, but it was doing kind of the same thing. Then it goes into a different scenario. Now we're talking about favorite Grand Theft Autos. Five is great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But Vice City. Vice City, dude. I don't Vice know how City. the answer can be Vice City. <laughs> <laughs> the the music, the setting, it's perfect for the because when you want mobster action, when you want that kind of you think you think late seventies, mid early eighties, that's what you think of. And Vice City had the best. I, I would drive around uh, Vice City just listening to the soundtrack. It was yeah. amazing. Uh, it was so good. Metal uh, Gear. Oh man. Somebody's okay. gonna say something in the comment, though. Somebody have a. So well, we've we've got uh so uh sorry Kevin did comment saying Vice City uh, as well, so Heck it's yeah. unanimous. Um, okay, when it comes to um, okay, when it comes to Metal Gear, I have a soft place in my heart for Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. but Snake Eater is really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give it to Solid. Me too. But Snake Eater and Phantom Pain are really great games. Just the. F- fact of what they managed to do with and i'm gonna i'm gonna call playstation at the time it was like revolutionary but it's primitive console by today's standards what they managed to do just the the amount of narrative that they were able to put into the a new disc-based game like that one the polygons kind of don't hold up just like final fantasy 7 polygons don't but 
the story there and then the fight with like psycho mantis and i i will admit i will admit that i i was rage i rage quit it was one of the first times i remember rage quitting a game um with psycho mantis because i didn't realize i didn't know the trick yeah until like i'm probably months later someone yeah. told me on told me at school um but it tripped me out when like i was playing that and he would read he was reading your information off of your uh, memory card mm -hmm. like it tripped me out the first time that that happened and he's like oh, i see you've been playing a lot of crash bandicoot and i'm like oh no this is the coolest thing ever like it, I, it i've really never was. seen a game that breaks breaks a fourth wall like that it, it uh, did it so well in a time that you'd never expected something like that if that happened now that'd be very meta yeah. um to do something like that but I don't, I don't think it would have i think it was amazing for the time uh kevin mentioned in the comments by the way uh as a as, if this is quasi franchise tim schaefer adventure games <laughs> i got nothing you got nothing I'll just, okay i'll just say grim fandango yeah, grim, grim fandango is pretty freaking awesome I, ha uh, I have it and i've never gotten to it i also I, have uh is it broken age uh yeah 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 says, i have that too and i've never gotten to it um Grim Fandango is great. Uh, the style for Grim Fandango and Full Throttle um, are um, astounding when it comes to uh, their style, but they all have the quirkiness. Mm. Um, Grim Fandango is probably my favorite, but but Full Throttle, it's really hard for me to pick this, uh, honestly. Grim Fandango is great. Full Throttle is great. Monkey Island as a series is really mm. cool, but it's hard to pick a favorite in there. So. What's really interesting about that, that we brought up Grim Fandango and Tim Schafer, every time I go to the PlayStation Store website, Grim Fandango is listed as like the top digital game of all time, I think, or some something crazy like that. Uh, in, ter in terms of like a digital only release on PlayStation, it it's like number one. That's interesting. And, um, I'm, I'm happy. I'm yeah. happy about that. I love that game. I played the so I got the demo back when we had demos back kids back in my day. Mm. Like you got demo discs that had like five or six games on it. The best. And I played I played Grim Fandango probably thirty or forty times between that and uh, like. Um, I played the Parappa the Rapper demo so many times. Yes. Parappa the Rapper, like I, I didn't play the full game until I was in college because I just like I, I didn't have. And the other one, which uh, I got to be really happy about when it came to PlayStation Classic, Intelligent Cube. Yes, is on the, the only reason Classic. I want that thing. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I loved that. I played the demo of that. And I was like, this game is great. And I never could find it in the store. Holds um, up. And now it's not it's not that well known. So it's it's pricey so i'm i'm very happy about that anyways i we got more um we got yeah. more uh, Go stuff to talk about do you have other oh series? yeah no i thought you were about to read off comments no go ahead um i have i have a bunch more franchises i don't know how long we're gonna go but what franchise that i did want to hit because it's it's a big one to me and one that needs needs some comeback action and that is star wars star wars video games what is the best star wars video game Okay, the Battlefront on the OG play, uh, the PlayStation Two Battlefront mm -hmm. was fantastic, and this is Battlefront One or Two, ba Battlefront Two. Okay, uh, on there, um, 
uh, I will say uh, there's there's a lot of great ones. Like the Jedi Knight games are great. Yeah. The first Dark Forces and the second oh, Dark Forces. Dark Forces Two is amazing. Oh, it was it was one of it. It was just perfect because Dark Forces and Dark Forces Two taking the idea that Doom did so well with the first person shooter, but the level design in that game is just amazing. It's rich, and as a Star Wars nerd, like the the design in the in the levels was just wonderful. Uh, but there's one that does not get anywhere near enough love, so I want to mention it here, which is the Phantom Menace on PC. Really? Yes. I was not expecting that. <laughs> no, no one was expecting that. So you play, uh, I, I, it's been forever since I played this, but I'm pretty sure you play the majority of the game, if not the whole game, as Obi-Wan. It's a third-person, uh, behind-the-back action uh, game okay. where you got a lightsaber and you have force powers, and, you, like, it's pretty darn good for for the time it's not as good as like jedi knight when it came to uh was it jedi knight 2 where it was and jedi academy where you could really customize your character um and then of course uh, i want to say more uh, academy than jedi yeah, academy did more of that and then of course you've got games like um uh, knights of the old republic where you know the the storytelling just took it to a completely different level but also i like being able to play as either a Sith or a, a Jedi, a good, you know, light side, dark side, I mm. really like that ability. Um, but yeah, I think that Phantom Menace no one talks about because the movie yeah. was, yeah, trash. But whenever, whenever I was trying to figure out what was my absolute like favorite best of the franchise, like shout outs to Kotar, of course. Kotar is the one that I want to, I want a Kotar three. Like out of all the, out of all the different iterations of Star Wars that I'm about to mention. Kotar is the one that I want now. As an adult, I want that in-depth play. Another shout-out would be uh, the Star Wars arcade game where the joystick, where you could play through the three different episodes and you do Yavin, you do Hoth, you do uh, uh, Indoor, and the Death Star runs. Yep. I want to say that was like an early 90s arcade cabinet. I spent a lot of time at GameWorks uh, on that mm-hmm. cabinet. Um, I played out. that for the first time two weeks really? ago. Really? First time. There's an arcade down. Uh, not the not uh, the in, pixely one. The one that was like full color, right? Yeah, full yeah. color, full color. Like like you were saying, like the joystick. Yeah. And I was I was enamored how it was this in between worlds of decent graphics it wasn't the like the vector graphics it was like relatively decent graphics yeah it still had the joy con the sorry joystick feel yeah. of like an old school uh, arcade game there's an arcade near me there's actually a couple but there's one that's almost majority pinball yeah. but they have uh some old school games like that I mean, it was, it was my great. it's my absolute favorite arcade game of all time um but it's got and you mentioned jedi knight which dark forces 2 Oh, my childhood was spent that I, I mentioned online games in one of our previous shows that was the other game that got me into just online gaming in general was Jedi Knight yeah. 2 um, but it's gotta be Shadows of the Empire on the Nintendo 64 yeah, yeah Kevin just mentioned that as well Shadows of the Empire is uh, it's it was a great it did I, I think that it successfully uh, did a 3D game in a, in a time when 3D games could be really horrible. Yeah, I think did a great job with that. Um, I I really enjoyed that, um, but I also enjoyed kind of like it was almost like a behind the scenes of Star Wars. And this is back in the time where you didn't get Star Wars game, you didn't get Star Wars movies. So uh, uh, comic books, 
novels and video games are the only way you're going to get something extra. And I almost felt like it was like the behind the scenes of what was going on elsewhere in Hoth and and uh, you know with Shadows of the Empire being this amazing it, it, multimedia project. It was the fact that it was it's during that time after the after what everybody hails and is is probably universally agreed on as the greatest Star Wars movie. It's between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You are a Han Solo like person, a person who is a friend of Han, another another smuggler, another uh what's what's the word? Scoundrel. For? Scoundrel. Another another scoundrel. Yeah. That's your guy. It the, but my one of my favorite parts about it, it was based off of a novel. This was like you mentioned, this was a time when we didn't have movies. A person wrote a novel as a part of the Star Wars universe which got turned into a video game and it was a video game that was done so great. I played that game so many times. Um absolute favorite of the franchise even though i want kotar 3 more than anything no, uh, no shadows shadows is amazing and the, the the toys off that were great too like I, I loved i had an outrider uh it was it was fantastic um kevin in the comments was that was mentioning um he said okay he said best mortal Kombat street fighter tekken i'm gonna throw that as like the best fighter like best fight uh Marvel, game. Marvel capcom 2 Okay, see, so you picked you picked my pick. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> Marvel vs. Uh, Kevin says te- Tekken Tag. No, Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Um, Tekken Tag is, was a lot of fun. Eddie Gordo, every, all day. Yeah. but yeah, but no, Marvel vs. Capcom for overall world building, but also like it's just a perfect marriage. It's a I'm gonna take you for oh god. Yeah, they tried to do it with like the Mortal Kombat DC, which I was like, oh, I get what you're trying to do, but it doesn't work as well. It does not work as well as uh, bringing Marvel and Capcom together was a perfect marriage uh, of characters. Uh, also, best Resident Evil game. It's not my franchise. Uh, I'm just going to say two, just for the sake of saying two. Two is the best. Um, two is the best. I will say that seven is great. Uh, I love what seven did. Uh, Kevin mentioned in the comments, I don't know if he was joking, but he said, uh, is Resident Evil 4 is the best, right? Resident Evil 4 is the action. Isn't that the worst? Or is that 5? Okay. There's one that people I, like hail as complete trash. I hate 5. Yeah. But I hate 5 because they were trying to make an action game, but yeah. also make your resources scarce. Yeah. And it was like this weird thing that didn't make sense. That was what Four. I could never get into Resident Evil about, is I... Again, it was like a game that I was playing as a kid and like surviving off of four bullets whenever I'm not a good shot and I don't like horror games, so that crap scares stuff like the stuffing out of me where you just like come around a corner, all of a sudden there's a zombie and then all of a sudden I have no bullets anymore because I didn't shoot him in the head. No, yeah, I think that I think as a kid that it made it it made it frustrating to me, but um it was the first game that I realized, and it was a game that was designed where you didn't have to kill all the enemies. Um, where you were, it, it was the first game that made me have to worry about resources when I wasn't playing like a real-time strategy game. Because yeah. if you're playing like the old-school first Warcraft game, you're thinking about that all the time. When you're playing a, 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 a console game like a third-person action game, you don't usually think about resources and. Yeah, it's it's frustrating, but I actually really liked that about. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it's just that I think it was more the the horror. I don't play horror games like Silent Hills, Resident Evil, like the games that have. I don't like jump scares very much. Like playing through Last of Us was really stressful for me, even though that's not a horror game. But it, it's a thing where 
you're in a it's, terrifying world. Yeah, well, it's unnerving. It's unnerving, yeah. and they they they're preying uh, on your on that fear, um, you know, uh, instinct because you you should be scared, like the character is scared. Yeah. Um, I'd put it in that genre of storytelling. The gameplay is not really horror, um, but at the same time, we could really dissect that. But sure. I don't think we need to. What do we have? Uh, others? Uh we cover Grand Theft Auto, uh, Mass Effect. Ooh. <laughs> okay. It's two, right? It's two. Yeah. It's two. <laughs> one, okay, one, people will argue, has a better story. One has a good story. It but really it does. It plays like crap. It plays like crap. Two has a better story, and the best part is, if you want to play two, you can start playing two, and it kind of fills you in on, at the very beginning, it fills you in on what, on if you didn't play one. Uh, and then the the only character that you really need to know about is Garrus. And, like, you have a moment, which someone, by the way, someone put on Imgur the other day. Um, they were, it was a Mass Effect-like meme where they were talking about this is Shepard when, when uh, he finds out that... Uh, Oh, what's the character? The character name. When you find out that uh, the person who's shooting all the people is Garrus. Yeah. Like so, it took that and it took uh, it took Thor from Ragnarok in there, and he's like, "It's my friend from work." <laughs> <laughs> like that was one of the coolest moments. If you played Mass Effect One, if you didn't, it was like, "Oh, that's cool. They know each other." Wasn't that's it? Wasn't it, was it you that couldn't get the that was really bummed that you that the person didn't take off their mask? Yes. Because they couldn't breathe oxygen. Tali. Okay. So so. <laughs> Okay, so I first of all, I really like her as a character. I really liked her character, um, and that was one of the reasons of why I wanted to romance her. But I really liked her character. I liked her um, uh, her arc. I liked how she like. I felt like it made sense uh, from a romance standpoint that that made sense for me uh, for that character. Uh, the other, I mean, I did romance. I played multiple playthroughs and romanced like as you do most of the crew. Like, yeah, because that's what you do. That's um, what you do in a Bioware game. <laughs> <laughs> so, who did you romance? Because that's who I romanced. I went after the, the same. I went after the same thing. Like, yeah, uh, just interest is Miranda. more is more interesting. Like, yeah. it's just the fact that like you can't you can't see that. Also, did you go Fem Shepherd or, or Male Shepherd? Okay, I did male. I did Male Shepherd. Oh, yeah. um, I don't do that. I did. I did. Well, I did Male Shepherd by. I was kind of like doing it by default. Part of it was because um, and it, it was specifically uh, because I was seeing like um, other people's playthroughs, but also like it, for some reason the the choice, like I didn't think that it would be that big of a difference between the two. Yeah. And it wasn't till after I played it, I think the second or third time, because I played through it. I think I've beaten it five times, but um well, it wasn't until I played through it like the second or third time uh, that someone mentioned FemShep and I started watching people's videos on it. And I'm like, oh, FemShep's awesome. Like, yeah. great, great, better voice acting than regular Shepard. And yeah. I didn't think I didn't I didn't think that there'd be one who was considerably better. And I thought the game would be balanced enough that I would get it either way. But uh, no, FemShep's best. Um, there's, if there's ever that's a weird thing about me or maybe it's not weird maybe other people if there's an oppor opportunity to make a male or female character i always pick female every single time why is that i don't know i think it's just because i'm already a dude and so okay. I, I like the idea of trying to play a girl as a girl even though i'm a guy i think it, well if you're playing a role-playing game i think it makes you force yourself to be out of the box to be yeah. different because i'll say when i play mass effect uh in bioware games like i 
by default i i go very paragon i yeah. like like even without trying because that's what I, that's that's kind of me like i'm the guy who like will stop put my flashers on and push someone's car like that's stuff that i do yeah because i don't because like i hope that someone else is out there doing something like that yeah uh so i'm the same way when i play mass effect so when i played mass effect trying to play it as a renegade it was hard for me yeah like to make some of those choices. it's just like what you mentioned earlier about light side dark side i don't play sith i hate being a sith i don't like being a bad guy that playing through red dead redemption right now is really hard for me because i i have not robbed one person that the game has not made me rob yeah it's i i've heard some people t- like that wished and i'll admit i'm not that far in it yeah. but uh, i'm only in chapter three i i will i will say that um I will say that I wish that it was a little more nuanced so far from my playthrough. I haven't felt like they've been purposely like showing his character to try to be good because they're trying to make the gang not seem bad. And I feel like maybe that got in the way storytelling wise, as opposed to saying um, like as opposed to him being the only good person in a gang full of crappy people because Dutch is, is an ass and like <laughs> like. I feel like because, you, you know, when you're very first starting off the game and the you know, first couple hours, whatever, they talk about Dutch uh, they're like, oh, well, such and such happened on the boat, which I haven't even gotten to exactly what happened. But they mention it and, uh, you know, someone's like, well, it's not like Dutch to do something like that. And I'm like, you're a bunch of like you're a gang. Yeah. Like a shootout's a thing that happens. So I thought when I was going to play when I was playing this game, when I first got it, I thought what I was going to get was like the the outlier who's trying to kind of like John Marston. Yeah. But like another good guy. And instead I got another neutral-ish person. I so. I man, I mean I can't wait to have a conversation about like I, this is going off thing cuz I really want to even though there isn't a whole lot of depth to his character, I think there's a lot of depth to Arthur Morgan in his lack of depth, at least so far. But I'm only in chapter three, so I think there's more to come. But so far, the lack of depth is actually depth. Anyways, in terms Anyways, of other... Ta- tangent yeah, any, <laughs> of other franchises, there there were... A, I just want to name some fast ones, so just go with sure. the first thing that comes to your head. Mega Man slash Mega Man X. Okay, Mega Man X. Mega, Man, Mega Man X. Hell yeah. Which is perfect, yeah. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong... Uh, so Donkey Kong Country. Tropical Freeze. Me. Okay. Okay. Oh, That's a good choice. It's so good if you haven't played it. Fallout. Oh, New Vegas. New Vegas. And it's funny because New Vegas is not made by Bethesda. It's Obsidian. Yeah. But it's so freaking good that yeah. it's the environment is so good. It's like Vice City. Yeah. Uh, Halo. Um, I'd say Halo Three. Absolutely. ODST was horrible, but oh what? yeah, Three. Absolutely. Three's great. The, uh, two's uh, good. ODST's horrible. The, what they did with. The- what they did with three online it's fantastic it's great uh sonic uh okay sonic and knuckles only because of knuckles uh sonic uh, honestly i think sonic 2 is a better game okay but, yeah uh, i'll you? honestly say the the new one that was released and i'm trying to think of the name on yeah on, uh what is the sonic mania mania sonic mania yeah. i think it's, it's great I it's think great it's probably it's, one it's of the like best a... combinations that they've ever done in terms of oh, just yeah. mashing every level classic and new um Devil May Cry. Okay, I was never big on the franchise, okay. so I can't really throw in that. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts, you ever play? Uh, yes, there's I only, did, but there's it's only, between there's one only and been, two to me. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, that's what it is. That one. There's been like I threw what, that one in there as kind of a joke to see if you would actually say like Chain of Memories or something. But okay, there's like <laughs> there's like sixteen mobile like not mobile game like there's there's all handheld Hand games. Yeah. So whenever I, I'm I am a I'm a I'm a old school old you know I'm of the old guard of like PC gaming and console gaming. Yeah. Um, where handhelds to me same thing with the Zelda games. I didn't play handheld Zelda games for like forever because I'm like that's not a real Zelda game. The real Zelda game is over here. Only three um, of them are good. Yeah. See, and the, see, this is what happens. The and ones on DS even sucks. worse than that. Yeah. See, mobile gaming is even worse than this. But um, uh, I would I would say Kingdom Hearts one. I think Kingdom Hearts two is good, but I think Kingdom Hearts did a really great job because I don't think they expected to have this as a franchise. No, I think it's story versus gameplay. Gameplay two better, story is one yeah. better. But uh, and I'll leave anything out. Uh, Wolfenstein. Did you play the old ones? Oh yeah, I did. Did you play three D? I played 3D. Hell yeah! Uh, Wolfenstein 3D, Spear of Destiny, which not as many people played. But yeah. Spear of Destiny was That's even fantastic. Me. It was wonderful. Um, the new, the new Wolfenstein are are great. Yeah. They're they're amazing. But I loved the Wolfenstein from what was it 2009? Really? 2010? Really? I really liked it. Nobody okay. else did. It wasn't to me. I liked it because it was it was different. Yeah. And I feel like the new Wolfenstein is like is the same thing that they did with Doom, which is perfect. It's let's let's take this and make it for the modern modern um, uh, the modern audience. Which I don't think when they did the the Wolfenstein when they were planning it and all of that, the the Wolfenstein from whatever 2010 or whatever it was. Um, I don't think that it was meta enough. Like now having Hitler. Uh, in Wolfenstein, like directing a movie yeah. and that kind of thing, like they were like they they knew they could go over the top and it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I think that they were playing a little too close to the close close to the chest with um, the other one, but I really liked it. I was one of the only people who did. But... I think I think that New Order took what what that one did, and I think just made it a great system. And I th I think New Order did what Doom twenty sixteen did for Doom, and just brought this franchise completely back to life and said hey you still want to punch and kill some nazis don't you that's exactly right absolutely exactly i right. do uh what about, what about god of war i mean the new one the new one absolutely it's not even okay. close for me like I, it's not that i didn't like the like kratos as a uh, as a big god killing machine back then but making him get old and yes. have to be a little less gruff and not a complete dick like he was not likable in god of war one through three and it's hard to for you to get behind it like the hack and slash and the combat and everything was absolutely fun but kratos you're just like i don't like you like you i hope aries kicks your butt that's true that's true <laughs> like well i will say like i loved and, and whitney's actually played every single d every single sorry every single um god of war game i was gonna say diablo because i think the first uh, God of War games. That's really what they were doing. It's all about the action. It's all about the gameplay, and and the fact that they could have these giant um, titans, literally, uh, in the game. These yeah. these creatures that you and and enemies that weren't just around your size. That was really cool because like like if you play the first Diablo game, like Diablo is like maybe double your size, but it's you're it's not very. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, so I, I really enjoyed that. I think two and three are uh, amazing, but I will agree with you. I will concede that the new game is better from a storytelling standpoint. Graphics, obviously, there's no competition. Oh, yeah, whatever. That wouldn't be fair. Storytelling and pacing and mystery involved in that game. And, like, 
drawing out that story where it could have just been uh, another God of War where he just beats up more gods, but there wasn't so much story in that game. It just was great. I loved it. Uh, and then the last one that I had was Uncharted. Okay, Uncharted 2, <clears throat> specifically for the opening sequence. Okay. What are you going to say, one? Uh, I was going to say three. <laughs> Three's good. Three's good. It's... There's not a bad Uncharted game. I hate the end of Uncharted 2. That fight, oh, that fight in that stupid little tree area. I get, I mean, you know me, I'm a rager when it comes to video games. And just that guy just straight killed, whopped me like 20 times before I just ran away from the entire time. So what eventually happened is I was just running in a circle, occasionally firing off a shot until eventually he died. I... Every every amount of enjoyment that I got out of two died at the end of that game. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, but I never played the Uncharted games for like the gameplay, honestly. The gameplay is sure. a, is a means to an end to, oh, to yeah, do an that's amazing all naughty action. dog these days. Yeah. Well, I think that um, Nathan Drake. I mean, Nathan Drake is Indiana Jones, where you have a a person who is there for a reason that is not that's not. Um, He's not there to, to, to kill people. He's not even there to be climbing and doing all the stuff that he's doing. He's thrown in these situations. You have to watch him persevere. He's like grunting, barely able to do a pull up. And I yeah. think that's endearing about his character. Um, if you don't have any more, I have one more. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. That's really hard uh, because there's like this old versus new thing going on because Assassin's Creed is officially evolved. And what it's evolved it, it into is really cool. Yeah. But what happened to the story, they just have kind of just said no to that, and that really annoys me. So from, like, a gameplay standpoint, like, Origins is really, really good. Um, I would probably... Man, because 4 was also really fun. 4 is great. Tough. 2? Two? 2 is great. Uh, I think two is wonderful. Um, one was my favorite for the longest time because uh, one and two, uh, because of the story, because of the Abstergo story, which mm. like was amazing in the first, what, four games. It was an amazing part of the story that, that they don't dive into anymore, where you have what's going on in modern day and um, the quasi conspiracy theory stuff. And then um, if you unlock the memories in, uh, was it three? Mm-hmm. Where you can unlock all the memories of the pieces of Eden mm-hmm. um, and find out like how mankind started and all Man that. Man, three was so thing. disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in terms of, I really want to. I'm a big war guy, and the fact that they hit the Revolutionary War, I was really pumped for that. And then it just, it wasn't that fun during I'm that point. I'm thinking of two with the pieces of Eden. Let me know in the comments which one had the pieces <laughs> of Eden. But um, I loved the first one uh, for the setting. I thought it was great. But Black Flag. Um, I think that they that they hit it out the park with Black Flag, and then the next games were not as good because they were trying to be way too different. And I feel like that's why they went back in Origins uh, to giving you a, a boat again. And I, I I don't think that's a I don't mm-hmm. think that was um, yeah Greece is great, but and e- Egypt was great. Trust me, Egypt was, mm-hmm. Origins was good. What they managed to do on the outside of that game too, with the uh, with the tour mode and like the Egyptologist and yeah. like that part is just cool. I yeah, know that, that really, really doesn't have much to do with the game itself, but the fact that they added that in there at I think zero cost, right? 
Yeah, it's a zero cost. Uh, the one and the one in Greece is what I'm thinking of. Um, sorry, that's a new one. Uh, yeah, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. Odyssey, which I really like. Um, I've liked a lot of that game, but I think that's one of the best parts of the game is the fact that they brought back ship combat. Yeah. Ship combat was great. Anyways, we which by the way, for my on. for my pitching, I want yeah, I want a Assassin's Creed Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties, that could be interesting. Like prohibition stuff, like. Like I, I just I've always thought that that would be cool. <laughs> like, the temp, like the the Templars are uh, are like mafioso or something. Yeah, some Al Capone action in there. So, it would be cool. Anyways, um, cool. that was all the franchise that I just randomly wrote down. <laughs> so let us know in the comments what some of your favorite franchises are, and and do you think that certain franchises peaked? don't need to continue and let us know if you think any of our choices were wrong you're wrong in saying that but you're free to you know comment on it and everything yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna ban you like blizzard <laughs> have fun okay bye <laughs>